0: Hello, everyone. I'm Cruella de Spook, and this is the most terrifying day of the year. November the 2nd. The mm. day filled with ill-portent and eerie doings. For instance, on this day in 1920, the first commercial radio station began in America. And that might not sound spooky. But what if I told you that the radio DJ was a Frankenstein? Also on this day, Penguin Books was found not guilty of obscenity in the Lady Chatterley's lover's gaze. Maybe they would have been convicted if the author's original version had been published, in which Lady Chatterley was a big skellington with Tits. And finally, on this day in 1965, Norman Morrison set fire to himself in front of the Pentagon to protest the use of napalm in the Vietnam War. But only now have modern cryptologists noticed that Norman Morrison is an anagram of I died 10 years ago, I'm a ghost, what a twist. Well, hello, hello, Halloween. Log here, I'm not Cruella a Spook at all, although I do think I've just done a voice that sounds a bit like Trigger out of Only Fools and Horses, but not when he's playing Trigger, when he's playing in Doctor Who people things, yeah, that. Anyway, I'm afraid it is my sad duty to inform you that circumstances once again have conspired like a crime gang to keep us boys from meeting face to face, mano a mano, reel to reel. I like to move it, move it. As I'm talking these very words right now at you, I don't know where any of the regular features gang are. Least of all myself. (laughs) I'm just paddling around in this horrific alternate universe. Ankle-deep in blood and jaw-bones. A mist surrounds me, faces stretching into focus before retreating back into the gas. Oh, there's a face now! It's Gav! Oh, he's gone again. Maybe if I focus on him and use my terrifying brain powers, I could...
1: Ooh!
0: ooh you bugger!
2: Hello, Regular Features listeners. My name is Gav, and today, I want to tell you a spooky story. Spooky story. I hold in my hand a script for a spooky feature that I did, and I'll tell you what happened. I came in to record this script. I hit record. I walked into the place, the the place where I record things, and I moved close to the microphone, and I pulled out the script. As I pulled out the script, I began to say the words of the script. It's a script that needed two voices. So I did one voice, like my normal voice, 50% done, just do that one, it's easy. Then I did another voice that sounded a bit like a devil. That sounded a bit like a devil. Cause that's what the script was about Um, Then I went through the script Saying it line by line Once in the voice that is mine Once in the voice that was the devil's That was the devil's And do you know what? In no time at all I'd reached the end of the script As it was a short script because it was short, because I needed to do some editing on the devil voice. On the devil voice. Because it was meant to sound like I was reversing something, and then it was the devil's voice. Devil's voice. That you could hear when she reversed it. And, And then I got to the end of the script. As I said, it was a short script. And I put the script down and uh, I turned to walk out of the place that I record things and I walked towards the computer and as I looked down I saw that I hadn't turned the volume up on the microphone that I was recording from. that sink in a minute. And now, it's gotten to be so late, that even if I were to record the script again, I wouldn't have time to do all the effects and things, to do all the effects and things, so it wouldn't make sense. So, dear readers, here is my spooky story about when I tried to make a spooky, weird, funny thing, and I fucked it up, and I fucked it up.
0: Hey! Thanks, Gav! Wah! Wow. That sound file certainly had an ineffable Gavness about it. It so toweringly represented what it means to be a modern Gav that I now almost feel like I could play one of the Gavs in a Hollywood movie where every character is Gav. Ooh, I'm like the MC! I bet loads of spooky things begin with MC. Moo, mutilated corpse. Morbid curiosity. manky cabbage. Misconnected colostomy. Mum's clit. <laughs> I suppose while I'm waiting for the next howling face to come at me from this infernal frog, I should fill your tabs with chunky lumps of interstitial content. So, I guess, kick off your earmuffs and cuddle a hot mug of Ovaltine. As I tell you a story about the man who was dead all along, what a twist! (laughs) Ted walked into the room. His wife ignored him. Hmm, what had he done wrong? His wife was normally into him, but now she just sat there crying. The dog barked at him. That was unusual. His dog normally liked him too. Then the boy from next door who sees dead people came in and said, Oh, Ted, you're dead. You died. Now you're a ghost. And Ted looked down at his hands and saw that they were indeed see-through because he was in fact a ghost. Oh, who killed me? asked Ted. Miss, your dead husband wants to know who killed him, said the little boy who saw dead people. Well, a rat bit him on the balls and it went septic, said Ted's wife and he wouldn't go and see the doctor because showing a man your balls is gay and he wouldn't show his septic balls to a woman in case she thought his balls were disgusting and didn't fancy him ted checked his balls they were swollen and tra- they were swollen and translucent does that mean i've got big septic see-through balls forever in the afterlife he asked well i don't know how balls work in the afterlife i'm 6 years old said the boy who sees dead people ted said Ted's wife, who was facing the wrong way. Are you seriously asking a six-year-old boy about your dead septic balls? You're such an asshole! And then, having said what she always wanted to say in life, the ghost of Ted's wife disappeared into heaven! She was a ghost too, you see! What a twist! Michael, I need you to go to the library and research septic ghost balls, said Ted. But Michael had disappeared, too! In a further twist that many would consider gilding the lily, he was a ghost as well. He had gone to heaven for saving Ted's wife, which is what he wanted to do, and that's why he went to heaven right now. By the way, Ted's wife's name was Erica. I probably should have mentioned that earlier. Anyway, Ted spent the rest of forever alone with his big septic balls because he was such an asshole. The End Well, I enjoyed that story, I'm sure you enjoyed it too, and now it's time to poke my face into the mist and see if I can coax out another face into telling me a spooky story. Oh god. What is that? It's horrible! Oh god, it's just a big ugly face making bad noises with all its stupid holes.
1: Oh hi Steve. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature Steve's top 10 spooky animals in at number 10 it is a bat in at number 9 it's a black cat in at number 8 it's a um a crow uh number 7 a one of those spooky looking um uh What have I got? Bat, cat. I've got. um, What did I just say? Crow, bat, cat, crow. A witch. Um, Number seven is a witch. Number six is a a cauldron. Uh, Number five is a spooky broth in the cauldron. Number four is snakes. Uh, Oh, number yeah three is beetles. Two is like a cockroach. Number one scariest animal is um, an angry horse. That's it. That's all from me. Um, see you next week. Bye!
0: Hey, thanks for that, Steve. I particularly liked the scary bit towards the end. Or maybe it was jokey at the end and scary up to that point. Either way, the overall tone, whether scary or not, was completely great and entirely to my liking, so, spot on. Of course, Running up pub, I've got a fair few of my own spooky stories. Only last week I was serving an old man whose eyes were all over the place and he was telling me loads of outlandish stories about his life in the military. Each story was more incoherent and unlikely than the last. But me, I've got all the time in the world for our troops and whenever I see a car with a Help for Heroes bumper sticker, I toot, thank you for your service in Morse code on my car honker. Eventually, the conversation turned round to what battles he'd been in. So I said, "I said, what was what was your be- favourite war that you were in then?" And he stood up, screamed, "The Battle of Agincourt, 1415," fell over and broke his neck. I remain convinced, to this day, that I was visited by a ghost. Although the ambulance men said they did know him and he suffered from mental problems and maybe if I was a responsible landlord I shouldn't have served him so much alcohol and to that I say go fuck yourself Ambulance guy I got money to make anyway every pub has ghosts otherwise what else do you put in the about us page on your website here's a short list of my pub's most notable ghosts and how they met their untimely deaths number one Dead Ben. Sat on a bumblebee and got stang bad on his jeans. Number two, Benito for Musketeers. He ate some poison knick knacks. Number three, Benfred Mendelssohn. He was stood on the road innocently flipping off a pensioner when a bus hit him so hard in the ass that his belly button popped out, killing him instantly. Benf Ogle, number four he is. He put his hand in the pool table pocket where it got bit off by a mystery. Number five, Bemp Kentman. Now he fell in a big ashtray during a moment when the sizes of everything had got confused. And unfortunately I swilled him out into the drain at the end of the night. Oh, Oh, spooky times in the King Billy, everyone. Do come down here and get a pint. It's very reasonably priced, there'll be no discounts, but you don't need a discount when it's that cheap. What do you want from me? Oh my god, uh, uh, fucking hell, another minging face is chatting shit at me from the confines of the fog. It's Joe Scrabbles. Come on then, let's get it over with. What do you want to say to me, you awful chattering collection of bollocks? Hello
3: readers, uh, Joe Scrabbles here, um, here for Halloween, uh, and I'll just cut straight to the chase. Sometimes as um, uh, an internet journalist, uh, you'll receive um, unsolicited mail. Or email, more to the point, electronic mail, and um, you know, through the, the the barrage of press releases and um, praise and, and feedback, y- you can grow numb to the kind of things you're being sent, and then sometimes you'll just stumble on something unusual. And uh, I'm not afraid to admit that when I read uh, what I'm about to read you when when I realised that it had been sent to me, uh, a chill ran through me, and um, I'm going to read it in unexpurgated form. Sorry, I'm scared. Form for you now. I'm sorry in advance.
4: The health and beauty industry. When it comes to getting bigger breasts and a shapelier bottom... Many men and women often think that invasive and expensive plastic surgery is their only option. In fact, so many people turn to surgical enhancement to achieve their desired looks that it is considered a norm in society today. However, the problem with plastic surgery is its high cost and very scary procedure not everyone has the budget or is brave enough to go under the knife this does not mean that getting the desired body enhancement is impossible today there's a more natural safer and affordable option when it comes to butt and breast enhancement that is the amazing butt and breast cream from pure body
5: Breast and butt enlargement has never been this easy and accessible.
4: Users of the butt cream
5: rejoice. It's very easy to use and it has proven itself very effective.
4: They add in amazement.
5: Just apply the cream to targeted areas like the breasts, the butt, the thighs and the hips daily. With constant use, the fat cells are increased in quantity and quality to enlarge these areas effectively. Instructs
4: the Enhancement Cream Packaging.
5: Aside from the breast enhancement cream being capable of enlarging parts that women want to emphasise, it also has the moisturising properties,
4: says the Scottish creator of the Pure Body Cream.
5: Skin will always look plump, supple and healthy with constant use of this all-in-one health and beauty miracle cream.
4: They turn Irish while assuring in confidence. Getting larger breasts and a bigger butt with the skin feeling soft and smooth is all possible when you use the pure body cream. Plus there are no worries and concerns about scarring and prolonged healing. Users of the breast and butt cream feel safe and secure while their bodies grow in all the right places.
5: Awesome body cream!
4: The praise is commonly echoed by users of the breast enhancement option. Skin feels refreshed and moist and works like a charm! Comments one loyal user of the pure body cream. People who try this all-in-one enlargement and moisturising cream find that they start to rely on the cream more and more. One tube can last up to 30 days with daily application, but due to its amazing effects on the skin and body, users find that they end up purchasing one tube after another. Everyone can benefit from the unique formulation of the body cream. From senior citizens who have dry and caked skin, to the younger users who dream of sculpting their body for less the price. It is a fantastic cream to use, says another satisfied user. It does a fantastic job of increasing bust and butt size with little to no effort involved. Anyone who wants to get bigger breasts and butt but does not have the budget for surgery will definitely fall in love with this enhancement cream. Concludes one Pure Body Cream user. Get the results you've been dreaming of from Pure Body's butt enlargement cream at a fraction of the cost when you start using the pure body cream today. For more information, visit https colon slash slash www.amazon.com slash s slash ref equals nb underscore sb underscore nos question mark url equals me percent and this is all in capitals, 3-D-A-1-Z-4-I-D-U-6-X-T-R-W-6-Z and field dash keywords equals breast plus cream. I
0: hope you're happy, fuckers. Ooh, that's it then. I've checked my... Diary of Doom, and that's my last appointment with horror. Ugh, I've got a few minutes before I have to scoot away, so um let's try out some short form terror. I'm a man on the hoof, so sometimes I don't have time for a full-on Fright Fest. Sometimes I need a light bite bone chiller that I can take on my commute, or pop into my child's lunchbox without ruining his appetite for destruction. So here's some little twitter tails that are going to devour your marrow who did that fart barry asked he knew he hadn't he was in the lift alone then he remembered invisible lift monsters could fart too oh no mum there are spiders everywhere oh i hate spiders she screamed Now everyone is sick of your internalized arachnophobia, Cynthia, said her mum. Shut up and eat your flies! The hungry boy ate his apple, but too late did he realize it was actually a big slimy booger, and he was eating a big booger, and everyone knew he had done it. I love mushrooms. Me, I'm on fire, help! You, no! Me, why not? You, because your agony is powering my home. Me, oh God, what year is this? You, turning to camera. 2017.
5: Pickled Mushrooms.
0: And this next one someone's bothered to turn into a thread so here we go frankenstein's monster put down his master's manual and stitched together the lumps of his dead creator on the slab one slash six with a sigh the monster resurrected dr frankenstein with lightning why why did you do this sobbed the doctor after he had gathered himself two slash six Well, a number of reasons really. One, bit of revenge if I'm being honest. Playing God like that, bit of a dick move. 3 slash 6. Also, I wanted to show you that you don't have to be like a fucking genius to play God. Any idiot can stamp on ants. You don't have to be clever to play God, just an asshole. 4 slash 6. But mainly, if I'm being honest, I wanted to make you a monster to stop all those tedious fuckers who will say, centuries from now, actually Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. So we're both monsters now, five slash six. So, I'm Frankenstein's monster's monster Frankenstein, sneered monster Frankenstein. To be honest, I don't think this will stop the arseholes picking fault. Frankenstein's monster, look at his hands. Oh no, what have I done? Six slash six. Thin. And with that litany of tiny terror, I have found a way out of the spooky evil dimension and back into Nottingham City Centre. I suppose that means all that's left is for me to do the Patreon plug. And you may have noticed I'm bad at doing this because essentially I'm the gentlest, kindest man in the world and I don't like presuming on your generosity but every now and then I'm forced into a position where I have to try and I try to get over my fears and it eventually comes out like I'm bitter and angry I mean, I've been being nice and quiet for hours now and you haven't given me any money. I mean, what's, what's the matter? Don't you like nice guys? I bet you'd love it if I was an asshole like all those other podcasts. Oh, you fucking fling money at me then, wouldn't you? Oh, fuck you. Oh, well, congratulations. By not giving me money, you've turned me into an asshole. Now, perhaps you'll give me some money. Um. Yeah, it's probably better that you do that from now on, Steve. You've kind of got the tone right. Anyway, anyway, it's not even all about money. You can tweak an algorithm by reviewing us. Positively, mind. And you can come and mingle among us at the live show at Canal Cafe Theatre in London's fashionable little Venice this Monday. And most first Mondays of the month. And that's it. That is literally all I've got to say. Oh, oh. All that's left is for me to say that I love you and please, please never stop listening and never, never leave me.